Hey, this is Justin Michael Williams with Motivation for Black People, giving you trusted guidance to make your life better. <laughs> and um, this topic, to be honest, is one of my all-time favorite topics in the entire world. It's about meditation, but more specifically about why meditation doesn't stick for most people. Most people that I know, and I've been guilty of this in the past too, they try meditation, you try an app, you do it for a couple days, you do it for a week or two or a month if you're lucky, but then it doesn't really stick. Or better yet, you do meditate, but when you do it, you feel like you're doing a chore. You feel like you're doing something that you should do, not something that's like really working to benefit you. Or like every once in a while you meditate and it feels really peaceful and relaxing, but then you go and like the next time you try to sit down and your mind is just going freaking crazy and you're thinking about everything and nothing at the same time and you just want to get up and then you forget about it. I get it, okay? And I'm so blessed and so lucky to have been trained in meditation over the last 10 years. And this that I'm sharing with you today is actually something I've never done on this podcast before. So I have an online course that recently came out called Meditation for Overcoming Anxiety and Stress. And what I'm sharing with you right now for free on this podcast is the very first module of our course. I'm giving you a peek of what this course actually sounds like. So you're getting the same content that everybody else is paying for so you can get a peek. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is I think the content that I shared in this part of the course is something that I wish with my whole heart that every single person would know. And that's because meditation, like for real, for real, meditation has been the thing that's transformed my life most fully. I can say that I've done so many things. I've done therapy. I've had trauma work done. I've done plant medicine. I've done like church. I've done, I mean, everything you can think of to heal, I've tried it, okay? Like everything that you can possibly, whatever it is you're thinking, I've tried it, okay? To heal from the traumas that I have faced in my life and not just to heal from traumas, but also to step into this life that I know I was born to live. You know, so many of us, we close our eyes and we can see a life we haven't started living yet. We can see the people we know we were put on this earth to be. We can see the mother we've always wanted to be, the father. We can see the relationship we've always wanted, the healthy, beautiful relationship we've always wanted. We can see that big house. We can see the car. We can see the job of our dreams. We can see the artist we've always wanted to be, the creator we've always wanted to be. But so many of us, we sit and we wait on the sidelines. We wait, waiting to be saved or waiting for the right moment or waiting for the perfect moment for like something to happen. But it's not about a perfect moment. It's about you creating it. It's about stepping past your fears. It's about understanding how you're sabotaging yourself. And you can only do that. You can only, only, only do that once you've gotten in touch with your inner voice, your inner voice, the voice that's always whispering inside of you, showing you which way to go. Because that voice is going to help you heal. But so many of us, we never get quiet enough to listen. One of the quotes that I love the most that I always, always say when I'm teaching is that prayer is when you talk to God or your higher power, whatever you believe in. But I'll say the word God for this. Prayer is when you talk to God and meditation is when God talks to you. You don't have to be religious to believe in that. It's like whatever higher power you believe in. Prayer is when you talk to that and meditation is when you listen to what it has to say. And so that's why this practice is so important. It will help you overcome any struggles that you're having in your life. It will help amplify all the other work that you're doing in the world. And most importantly, you'll be able to listen to those whispers 
so that life doesn't have to hit you upside the head with some drama for you to wake the fuck up. <laughs> so it is a great honor and a great privilege and a gift to you that I share this entire first module of our meditation course with you. And uh, if you like it, at the very end of this uh, audio, I'm going to tell you how you can get the entire course by donation or even for free if you don't have the money to spend on it. But for now, first just listen and enjoy. I don't want you to think about buying shit because this is not about like a sales pitch. I just want you to see this information because it's changed my life, the lives of thousands of people around the world, and I hope that it will change yours. Enjoy. Here's the first module of our course on overcoming anxiety and stress. Hey, Justin Michael Williams here, and welcome to the very first module of our course here together on overcoming anxiety and stress using meditation. Now, before we even get started into all the guided meditations and all the different practices, I need to talk to you about something important, and it's about why meditation doesn't stick for most people. And I know we've all been there, right? Like you try these meditation apps, but you're really actually just kind of like tired and bored and hungry. (laughs) Or like you try meditation sometimes for a week, sometimes for two weeks, sometimes for a couple months, but then you end up falling off and then not practicing or you get bored or you can't figure it out because you feel like you can't get your mind to stop thinking. And it's just constantly going, your mind spinning and you can't relax. And this is what stops most people from meditating. There's so much misconceptions out there about meditation that it never sticks for us because we don't know the truth. We don't know what meditation is actually supposed to do. We're hearing all this bullshit that they tell us on these apps and on these online courses and all this stuff, but we don't know the actual truth about meditation. And if you, my grandma always used to tell me the truth will set you free. And that is true here with meditation as well. So my goal with this module is to first of all, uncover the truth about meditation that you need to know so you can first understand what the real purpose of it is and how it works. And then I'm going to cover the three things that most people do wrong. Like I would say 90% of the people that I teach do wrong every single time they're trying to meditate and how to make sure you don't do these things because if you do these three things, You're never going to have a meditation practice that sticks, and it will be unlikely that you'll ever be able to feel any of the real benefits of meditation if you do those three things. So I'm going to cover them in this module, and then we'll get flying into our audio-guided meditations and our entire course and program on how to use meditation to overcome anxiety and stress so that you can live better, you can work better, you can slow down your mind, and most importantly, too, you can also sleep better. So... Let's first talk about the origins of meditation. I'm not going to give you some crazy history lesson here because that would be boring. But I want you to think about, like, have you ever thought about how meditation actually started? Like, early days, like how it first happened. The truth of this is really interesting for people. So meditation, first of all, was only for men, okay? And it started with a bunch of monks sitting in caves devoting their lives to God. And back then, way back then, thousands of years ago, to be a monk, what you had to do was renounce your entire family, give up all of your possessions, really abandon all of your emotions, all of your needs, all of your desires, never have sex again, never do anything again, to give up and devote your life to God. And while that is a wildly, like, magical, amazing thing, it also sounds fucking miserable at the same time (laughs) and, like, totally disconnected from our lives today, right? Like, our lives just don't look like that today. 
And so to be a monk back then, you had to do all these things to disconnect yourself from your body because sometimes you had to sit there hungry and tired without having food for days, but just stay chanting and stay meditating. Sometimes you had to disconnect yourself from your emotions because you were sad or feeling afraid or feeling vulnerable or feeling anything. You had to disconnect yourself from this worldly body because what the real belief was then is like, don't worry about this body because you're going to get another one anyway. I mean, the body is just this thing for this human form. This is a lesser form. We're devoting our life to the divine. So it was so focused on disconnecting. And so what the monks created was a practice called meditation. And this practice was there to help them accomplish their goal, right? Which was to be there to just simply devote their lives to the divine. Now, over the centuries and all the years, meditation has evolved. It has evolved and there's like hundreds and thousands and thousands of different styles of meditation. But what I would say is that many, many, many of these practices have really left us behind because we're not monks. We're not sitting in caves. We're not wanting to disconnect from our lives. In fact, what we want to do with meditation, the reason most of us look to meditate is so that we can have greater alignment within our lives, so that we can be more connected to our passions, more connected to our purpose, more connected to the people around us, more calm and relaxed in our bodies, more connected to our emotions so that we can really live this life that we've been given. We're not sitting in caves. We're not disconnected from everything. We haven't left our families. Like we have families, we have people, we have iPhones, we have jobs, we have things to do, we have passion projects and side hustles and things we wanna really succeed at. And all the studies have shown that meditation can help us with all these things, but not the style of meditation that the monks were doing, right? It's a different style of meditation that we've been doing. And so we're modern people in a high-tech world with all of these things going on. And we also have to deal with so many things. We have to deal with trauma. We have to deal with homophobia. We have to deal with xenophobia. We have to deal with sexism. We have to deal with racism. We have to deal with oppression. We have to deal with just all the shit that we're dealing with in our lives. And we need a practice that not only helps us become more empowered in our lives, but also overcome the struggle so that we can rise above. And meditation has the power to do that. If we're going to do a meditation practice, we need a practice that connects us to ourselves, not disconnects us. We need a practice that's made to fit with the messiness of modern life so that we can do this life with more power and more purpose and more presence with every single thing that we do. And so the reason why, the main reason why most people practice meditation and it never sticks is because they're doing the wrong kind of meditation. I'm sorry to break it to you. They're doing the wrong kind of meditation. And unfortunately, you know, there's not a lot of regulation out in the world around meditation. So many people are like teaching meditations and leading meditations and guiding meditations. And I think this is a beautiful thing, but most people haven't been really trained, haven't actually been trained properly with certification to teach meditation. So they're just hearing what they know and teaching what they know. And you know what? I'm not knocking them. Like power to you because the more of us that are introduced to this practice, the better. But I think at the same time, there's a disservice that's happening because there's a lot of confusion 
about what meditation really is. Now, I am so blessed and so grateful to share everything that I've learned with you as I've been studying and practicing and being a student of and being trained in meditation for over 10 years now. And I look at this as a great honor and a great responsibility to pass this on to all of us. We all need to have this information because it has transformed my life like so fully and so completely. It's the glue that keeps my life together. And this practice will change your life if you know how to do it right. The practice we're going to be doing together in this course is called Freedom Meditation. It is incredible style that has so many benefits that have been proven, literally proven by science. I'm sure you've heard some of the benefits. I'm actually going to pull them out and like read some of them to you because the benefits are so big. So meditation reduces stress, helps you sleep better, fights off depression, relieves anxiety, improves your memory, makes you more focused, makes you more productive, makes you more confident. Now check this one out. It combats combats prejudice and impacts empathy. That means it helps us reduce our biases in the world towards other people so we can be more understanding and create more equality. It helps with decision-making. It helps boost your immune system. It helps deepen your intuition. It does so many things. You can just do a quick Google search and you'll see like all the benefits of meditation. And all of these benefits are found in the style that I'm teaching you called Freedom Meditation. And we're diving deep into it in this course. Now, As we get into this, okay, really, really important. I mentioned at the top of this audio that there are three things that most people are doing wrong every single time they meditate that stops them from meditating. It doesn't matter what style you're doing. If you're doing any of this shit that I'm about to tell you, these three things, it's going to mess up your whole practice. So I need you to make sure you listen super carefully. This is the foundation for our course together. Once you have this down, you'll be able to dive into our audio guided meditations with like so much ease that you'll be diving into your inner space and meditating in no time. So let me start here. The first big thing that people do wrong and first big misconception with with meditation is people think that in order to meditate they have to sit totally still cross-legged on the floor like with their hands on their knees looking like a picture like some kind of buddha statue now you are not a buddha statue okay as far as i know because you're listening to this so you should not be meditating like one and what i want to say here is that You do not have to sit still. You do not have to sit cross-legged. You do not have to sit on the floor. You do not, like, I think about meditation and I think about, like, when I was in church when I was a little kid and I used to sit in these little hard wooden pews, right? And, like, if I made one little move or, like, sneezed or itched, like, my grandma would look at me with, like, a death stare, right? (laughs) And it's like, don't move, don't move. That's how people feel in meditation most of the time. They feel like, oh my God, if I itch, if I cough, if I sneeze, if I think, if I do anything, I'm fucking up my whole practice. I can't practice like this. No, let that go. Meditation should feel like like the opposite of getting stuck sitting in church. For real, for real. There's nothing wrong with sitting in church. I'm not knocking it. But I'm saying meditation should feel free. And here's the deal. Most of us try so hard to sit still during meditation, but the most important thing is not that you're still. The most important thing is that you're really, really comfortable. You have to be totally comfortable and totally at ease because think about it. The body-mind system, what's it created to do? It's created to keep you comfortable, to keep you in a state of ease and equilibrium. So if your body is uncomfortable, 
your mind will never be able to relax. Because if you're sitting there and your leg is hurting, right? You're sitting there in meditation, your leg's hurting, and you're like, well, I can't move my leg, can't move my leg, can't move my leg because I'm meditating. Then all the mind's going to do is it's going to be thinking about moving your leg, and then you're going to be thinking about why you're not moving your leg. And then if you don't finally just move, the mind's going to call on all its forces to make you itch and sneeze and cough and do what it has to pee. It's going to do whatever it has to do to just get you to move because you're not listening. And so if you're not comfortable, I'm talking really cozy, you'll never be able to meditate. So I invite you to take this course and just make sure you're comfortable. You can meditate in a chair. You can sit up with your back up against the wall. You can sit down on the floor. You can sit on the couch. You can sit wherever you want to sit. Just make sure you're comfortable. And if you're superhuman and it's comfortable for you for some reason, you can sit cross-legged too. It's totally up to you. But just remember, you have the freedom to be comfortable. Now, the second thing that I want to say here is about movement. Most people, if you saw me when I was meditating, most people would think I've lost my mind because I'm like swaying side to side, moving, letting my neck and head like bob around a whole bunch. For most of us, sitting totally, totally still feels super unnatural and it's not easy for us to drop into a meditative space when we have that much restriction on our bodies. So I invite you, you don't need to turn meditation into like a dance party, but I invite you to pulse and sway and move with your breath and allow your body to just kind of have a natural movement to it if that feels good to you. Because if you move, like our bodies, right? So many meditation styles disconnect the body altogether. But, you know, and it it tries to just focus on the mind. But the brain, the mind is just another body part. So the body, your physical body is just an important part of your practice as everything else. So number one, get your ass comfortable, like as comfortable as you could possibly be, because if the body's not relaxed, the brain will never be able to relax. All right. So that's number one. Number two. Now this is a big one. Every single time I teach meditation, and I've taught now hundreds and hundreds of people all over the world, the most common thing I hear from people is like, oh, I can't meditate because I can't get my mind to stop thinking. My mind's just going crazy. I'm just thinking about everything and nothing at the same time. It's like every time I sit still, my brain goes into overdrive. I just can't stop thinking. I want you to listen to me very carefully. If there's anything you take from me in this entire audio right now, okay, it's this. You don't need to get your mind to stop thinking to meditate, honey. You do not need to get your mind to stop thinking to meditate. The idea that we need to get our mind to stop thinking is like, I think it's the most toxic thing that's ever been said in the meditation world. Now, when the monks were meditating, they did need to get their minds to stop thinking, but we don't want to do that. Our minds, our brains, it's the most intelli- one of the most intelligent systems in the human body. It's where our ideas come from. It's where creativity comes from. It's where our inspiration comes from. It's where connection comes from. It's where so much comes from. We don't want to get the mind to stop thinking. What we want to do is learn to use our thoughts and our mind in service of our goals instead of letting the mind spin us out of control. Most of us don't know how to harness our thoughts. We let the mind go wild, right? And so meditation is not about stopping thinking. It's about getting in touch with your own mind and allowing the thoughts to arise, allowing them to surface so that you can start to understand your mind. So you can start to rest in the thoughts. 
And I'll explain how that goes and exactly how to do that as the course goes on. But one of the things that I want you to really consider here when we're thinking about uh, stopping thinking, like I tell people this, saying to yourself that you want to get the mind to stop thinking to meditate is the equivalent of saying that you need to get your heart to stop beating to meditate. Like our mind doesn't even stop thinking when you're dreaming. Okay. So why would you expect it to stop thinking while you're awake? It just ain't going to happen. It may happen for a couple moments, but while you're here alive on this planet, your mind's not going to stop and you don't want it to. Okay. You want to learn to, again, harness your thoughts and use your mind and sharpen your mind so that you can be used towards your highest good and towards the good and the service that you're doing on this planet. And freedom meditation teaches you exactly how to do that. And we're going to dive deep in this course on that as well. Now, the third thing, this is really important, okay? Most people think that you have to be relaxed to meditate. Or I'll say it differently. Most people think that meditation is supposed to be relaxing. That's not always true. Meditation is not about relaxing. Meditation is about becoming more alive. I'm going to say that one more time. Meditation is not about relaxing. Meditation is about becoming more alive, more connected, more inspired, more passionate, more alive in all ways. And so sometimes, yes, meditation will feel like, oh, I'm just at so total peace. Like I'm just so relaxed. But sometimes you're not relaxed. Sometimes you'll feel anxious. Sometimes you'll feel nervous. Sometimes you'll feel agitated. Sometimes you'll feel stress. Sometimes you'll feel happy. Sometimes you'll feel joy. Sometimes you'll feel pain, compassion, sadness. You'll feel all these different colors of emotions. And what meditation invites us to do is to learn how to paint with all the colors on our palette of emotions. So many of us, especially if you grew up like me, all of us who've grown up with some level of trauma in our lives, we've gotten so good at pushing our thoughts down, pushing everything down, sweeping it under the rug so that we can only be, quote unquote, positive vibes only, right? Which is oppressive. It's bullshit. You don't want positive vibes only. The, the human experience of being alive it means that we have to be able to paint with every color on the palette, but it doesn't have to overcome us. We understand that it's just part of the brushstroke of our life that's happening right now. And so meditation is your time to allow those emotions to come up without it wreaking havoc on your entire life, without it destroying anything. And we know what happens when we push things down, right? When you push things down, the energy of it builds and builds and builds and builds and builds until it ends up blowing up somewhere in your life where it doesn't belong. You end up blowing up at your partner. You end up overreacting at work on somebody. You end up saying something to someone you didn't mean. You end up doing something to one of your children that you, sh you know you shouldn't have done because you're overworked and overstressed. And this course, the whole purpose of this course is to get you into a place where you're not having that stress build up and have that effect on you any longer. We all have stress in our lives. I'm not going to pretend like stress isn't going to come up, but meditation is a way to help you manage it more effectively. And we can't manage our emotions effectively if we're just pushing them down and sweeping them under the rug. When we try to do that with meditation, when we try to make it like meditation is only positive, we're just reinforcing a practice of pushing things down. I want to invite you in meditation to allow everything to come up, everything to come up. I like to think about meditation. I'll give you this metaphor. 
like cleaning your house, okay? So sometimes, depending on what's been going on in your house, cleaning is easy. You just need to grab a couple things, put them away, maybe grab a couple clothes that you have somewhere, put them in your laundry hamper, maybe get some Windex or your all-natural Windex if you're, if you're into that, and spray the mirror down in the bathroom and you're good to go, right? So it'll be a quick cleaning experience and then you're in your house and it's clean and ready for guests, ready for other people to engage with your home. But then sometimes when life gets crazy or when there's a lot going on, you got to get down on your knees and scrub and put that comet out, put that bone on me and scrub under the toilet. You got to scrub the grout. You got to get around, move things, move furniture, take the pillows out. You got to clean. You got to work. You got to work to clean that house. And that's always that's not always comfortable, right? That's not always easy. It's not relaxing to clean your house. But when you're done cleaning, when you're done with all that work, then your house is ready to be engaged with and you can rest and enjoy and grab your wine or your beer or your kombucha or whatever you're drinking and sit back and enjoy your beautiful, clean home that you're grateful to live in. But sometimes that cleaning takes work. Meditation is the same way. When we use this practice to clean out the junk in our minds, sometimes we got to do a lot of work and meditation can feel a little bit unrelaxed, right? But sometimes meditation doesn't take that much work and you feel chill and easy and it feels peaceful. So it just depends on what's going on in your life. The texture of your meditation will change. But what's most important is either way you're cleaning and then when you have guests, meaning when there's other people interact with you and your world and your mind and you as a person, you're clear and clean and you don't have to get stressed. You don't have to get overwhelmed. You can interact with people with, again, more presence and purpose. So again, Meditation is not about being relaxed. Meditation is about becoming more alive. So these three tips, these three things, if you remember these things, number one, you do not have to sit still. You have permission to move, breathe, pulse, but most importantly, you have to sit comfortably. Number two, you do not have to get the mind to stop thinking ever. Welcome your thoughts. This is a time to bring them up. This is a time to let them get cleaned. And number three, meditation is not always relaxing. It's about becoming more alive. If you remember those three things, you'll be able to fly through this course so that you can use meditation to overcome anxiety and stress, so you can work better, so you can calm your mind, so you can sleep better, and most importantly, so you can have freedom, freedom to be the person you were put on this earth to be. And when we're stressed, when we're overwhelmed with stress and anxiety, the reason this whole course is focused on stress and anxiety is because when we're overwhelmed in that way, we can't be ourselves. We're masked. Our true self gets m completely masked by all the bullshit that we're creating in our way. And so my wish, my greatest wish with this course is as you're going through each of the guided meditations and each of the action items and each of the audio guides is that you will learn ways to manage. I'm going to say the word manage, manage your stress and manage your anxiety. Because look, stress ain't going to go away, right? Shit's going to happen in our life that stresses us out. But it's about what do you do with it? How does it affect you? And my greatest wish is that this course gives you every tool that you need to manage stress more effectively so that your life can be, and your thoughts, can be working in service of you. So it is a great honor 
It is really a great honor and a great privilege that I do not take for granted to be allowed into your ears. I know there's so much happening in your life right now, just as there is with mine. And just taking the time out of your day to listen to my voice is a great honor and it's a privilege. And I promise you that I'm teaching you the best things that I know that have helped hundreds and hundreds of people from over 40 countries around the world learn to meditate, learn to live the life of their dreams, and most importantly for this course in particular, learn to, learn to overcome anxiety and stress, slow down the mind so they can live, work, and sleep better. In the next module, we're going to really, really talk about the number one mistake most people make with handling stress, and then I'm going to give you a guided meditation that's going to help you along the path. And as we continue on in the course, we're going to, fo to focus on some other things like how to create the perfect morning ritual, easy ways to get better sleep. And I have an amazing guided meditation for you there that's going to help you sleep better, especially if you're somebody who like wakes up in the middle of the night or you lay down to go to bed and like your, your mind's, you're tired, but then your mind starts going crazy as soon as you lay down to go to bed. We're going to talk about easy ways to avoid overwhelm in those moments when your life feels really, really busy and you have a lot going on. We're going to focus on, this is a big one, this is probably one of my favorite modules in the course, about intuition, how to stop overthinking everything and finally be able to trust yourself. How do you learn to trust your gut? If we, if we trust our gut and we know that we're listening to our gut but not fear, it's easy to not be stressed because we know we're on the right path. And then this is, this is a big one. I think they're all my favorite, you guys. This is like my favorite shit in the world to teach. So the other one is how to stop letting other people's thoughts affect you how to stop letting other people's negative energy get in your space and affect you. And last but not least, we are focusing on work-life balance. And this is a huge topic for people. I mean, if you're like me and you have a side hustle or passion project or you deal with in your relationships, people are telling you, oh, you're always choosing work over the relationship or relationship over work, blah, 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 blah. Look, I've dealt with this my whole life and I'm teaching you the best thing that I know, the best guided meditations and the best practices to help you finally overcome that struggle of finding work-life balance. And it's actually not as hard as you may think. You just need to know the steps and I'm giving them to you in this course. So the way that it's all structured is very simple. Every single module and every single topic has a short teaching. It's like a 10 to 15 minute teaching where I'm talking to you, giving you real tips that you can use in your life because meditation is just one thing, but then you have to take action in your life to do something different. So I'm talking first about the things that you can do in your life, the environment that you can create in your life to reduce stress in the different scenarios that I talked about. And then each module also has a guided meditation practice where you can meditate with me. If you like the sound of my voice, <laughs> you can meditate with me. And I'm guiding you through different meditation practices for all the different scenarios I just mentioned. And so I thank you and I honor you. And I'm so excited for you in this journey of your discovery and of this moment that you're going to take to finally, finally, finally do something about that stress and that anxiety that you know, when it just bubbles up, it just blocks who you are and the world deserves to see the real you. It is a great honor, again, to be on this journey with you. I am so, so, so grateful and I'm so ready to get started. Let's go. Hey, it's Justin again and again and again. I know you're like listening to my voice, but I'm back on the podcast form now and I really hope you got a lot out of that first module from our course on overcoming anxiety and stress. And I promised at the very beginning of this episode that I had something really special for you. And I'm about to tell you how you can join this online course for free, okay? For free 99. And um, having you 
as in my life, and I know you probably heard me say this in the course, having you listening is something that makes my dreams come true. And I think one of the things that I am so committed to is making sure that these teachings like meditation and mindfulness and all this stuff is accessible to all of us no matter what we have going on in our lives, no matter how much money we have in our bank accounts, no matter what we know or don't know our education or all this kind of stuff, my mission and my goal on this planet is to make sure we all have access to this information if we want it. And so if you feel that call in your spirit, if you were listening to that, you said, hey, I could benefit from this. I want this. Let me tell you what I got for you, okay? So you can register for this course, and what I do is I do it on a scale of pay what you can. Pay whatever you can. You go to the website, you pick your pricing, and you pay what you can. And most importantly, if you can't afford to pay anything at all, I have unlimited amounts of scholarships available for people to take this course. I mean it from my heart that I want every single person who wants access to this, no matter what's going on in your bank account, I want every single person to have access to this information. And so all you have to do if you want to join this course is go to meditatewithjustin.com. That's meditatewithjustin.com. Meditatewithjustin.com. And you'll see all the information that you need there to sign up. And again, if you can't afford it, you apply for a scholarship and we have unlimited amounts of scholarships. You just have to fill out a little application and then our team looks at it and then approves the scholarships. And then also, if you can afford something, I appreciate it because it allows me to continue to create content and create content and give scholarships. And again, it's a pay what you can scale. Super accessible, super easy for most of us. And again, it is, it, I'm doing this because I really, really, really love you guys and I really want all of us to have this information. This information as you can probably tell when I'm teaching it, is something I'm so passionate about because it, it has single-handedly transformed my life. Like, transform my life. I want you guys to understand that, like, I grew up, the house I grew up in has bullet holes outside of it in the room I grew up in. And now I'm living my dream in Los Angeles, working for myself, making six figures, and I'm not saying any of this shit to brag. I'm saying this to tell you that if I could do this shit, if this little boy, this little boy who grew up in Pittsburgh, California, and yes, there is a Pittsburgh in California, <laughs> if I can do this shit, I know we all can. And I just want to share this information with those of you guys who want it. So thank you so much. Again, it's meditatewithjustin.com. And I'm looking forward to seeing you or hearing from you in the course. Bye for now.